Hello, good afternoon, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, the Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hey guys, today we are going to talk about seven ways to leverage private events to boost your marketing in 2019. Um, you know, it, it, before we kick this off, you know, first of all, I'd like to say there is an event happening this weekend, which is the Addy Awards, which is a huge celebration for uh, ad creatives, marketers, ad agencies, uh, brilliant um, graphic designers and uh, digital marketers uh, is happening this weekend uh, at the ballroom at the pavilion at the center of Tallahassee. Super excited uh, about that event. I'm going to have the great privilege to uh, present a uh, scholarship to uh, an incredible um, student that submitted uh, their works, portfolio, resume, and essay on why they should be selected. So I'm super pumped about that to be able to present uh, that award to that that student, that scholarship, which is part of what uh, AAF Tallahassee does as a nonprofit organization. We look to um, help um, agencies as well as small businesses and local, national, regional clients to uh, get their message out. And this event is to celebrate, uh, you know, those efforts that happened throughout the year in 2018. So um, here's the thing, guys, if you are a vendor in Tallahassee and you want to market to uh, ad agencies or businesses that uh, provide services to other businesses, whether that is IT or whether that is whatever service offering that, that you might provide, Guys, they're all going to be under one roof uh, this Saturday. You can buy tickets at aaftallahassee.com. That's Apple, Apple, Frank, Tallahassee.com. Uh, and click on Addy Awards and you can grab your ticket. So we'll see you there. Um, all right. So let's talk about if you're a small business, how, um, what are seven ways you can leverage private events to boost your marketing for 2019? Um, you know, and one thing that, you know, we can't say without, without doing this, this series, this podcast video, I think is to mention the fire, uh, conference, uh, you know, what a, what a debacle. I mean, it's on Netflix. Um, it's on Hulu. Um, you can watch, you know, what, what was with the, the fire festival. And again, you spell that F Y R E fire festival. Here's the thing. Um, here's what we learned. I mean, this was an epic event that completely failed. But um, if you watch it and you are an event planner, um, there are some real golden nuggets because they did a lot of stuff right. I mean, to pull off that was pretty crazy. So, um, you know, my suggestion is take and look what they did and be smart and be honest and be truthful and not deceptive, deceitful uh, and dishonest, uh, which is what they did. But here are seven things that we kind of take away, um, six related, and then the last one is kind of a kicker. So number one, uh, what we learned from that, which is true in anything, is influencer reach is absolutely critical. Um, it's really um, a, a powerful tool you know, to, um, to get the word out. So if you haven't seen the video, if you haven't seen the movie documentary, um, you know, basically they took like the top 40 rock star models and had them out to this island where the the um, festival is going to be. 
they had them out playing, you know, and they were in their swimsuits and, you know, they were having a great time. And, you know, they, they flashed, uh, you know, they made like a little, you know, 90 second video. Um, but, but the other thing that they did was at the, at, at the time they had each one of those people. And, and again, these 40 models probably had 250, 300,000 million followers on Instagram and, and, you know, Facebook and, and, um, you know, Snapchat, and they all changed their avatar profile to this orange block, um, all simultaneously at the same time. And then put a little one sentence phrase that said, this is going to be epic hashtag, uh, fire festival. So that's what we learn is when you have those influencers. Now I get your event, you're not going to have rock star, um, high profile models, but you do have influencers who are in your community. So you invite those people to your event, you ask them to be a VIP, you provide them and you synchronize having them update their various social media profiles. And if you have to create it for them, you know, have them come to a pre-party, take pictures, you know, help, help facilitate the process of uh, helping them be their own sort of uh, influencer in their community. Uh, so I, I think the other thing was it was branding and timing. That was number two is branding and timing. They really planned it succinctly when each one of these things rolled out. Right. So there's a very um, strategic plan. And when they had those influencers update that, um, you know, and, and making sure that it was planned in advance. Number three is a pre event page. Guys, if you are waiting to build out the perfect event landing page on your website with all the details, you're fooling yourself. All you need is a teaser and it must be mobile friendly um, because all the stuff that's going to go out, the emails, the social media, um, everybody's going to be on their phone and they're going to be clicking on it and they're going to be going to your landing page. It must be mobile optimized. Have the teaser, have the best, you know, the sizzle, um, the pop, you know, really make it uh, attractive to uh, have people want to attend your event. Uh, number four is huge, which is partner outreach. So a lot of us think about it um, when we reach out to sponsors for our events. We, we underestimate that there are other businesses who would love to get in front of your particular um, you know, group of clients. So you know, if you service a couple hundred clients, whether you're a lawn service business or whether you are a um, hospitality business, it really doesn't matter. You have a clientele group and you have the ability to communicate in front of them. So if you're a business and you reach out to, to sponsors and sponsorships, have a partner outreach plan. So provide them with all the materials, put their logo on with the event, make it easy and ask them to share through their platform. So if they've got their own social media channels, if they've got their own email marketing, you know, provide them with everything they need, all the artwork, all the ad copy, uh, all the links that they need so that all their marketing people or the owner has to do is just plug it in and boom, it's up. Um, I think that's a grossly underestimated value is, is providing that to your sponsors. Uh, so number five is paid promotion. Obviously, um, getting the word out right now um, pre-event is so important and you definitely want to set aside a little bit of budget for promotion on Facebook, Instagram, uh, if you're doing B2B, you definitely want some LinkedIn dollars going there and then, um, you know, follow it back around with retargeting on your landing page. We've talked about that. So, um, you know, I think retargeting is is definitely part of that paid promotion. 
Uh, number six is email, email campaign. So remember, we talked about the um, the landing page that you're going to set up. You know, really, you want to create that list building. So, you know, you want to have people give people the opportunity to sign up for event updates and event news. Um, and so you, you can grow your email list through that way uh, and then use that um, as ongoing and up, upcoming uh, news and, and updates when it comes to uh, promoting that uh, that private event. Uh, number seven, so obvious, this is the one thing that FIRE did not get a chance to do because their event was an epic failure. But for you, yours is going to be a success because you're going to do it right, you're going to do it smart, and you're going to be authentic and honest, uh, is post-event. So here are a couple of things to think about post-event. Uh, number one, send out a press release. Highlight all the great things that happened if you presented awards or you know, if there was recognition or uh, if there was some new product or service that was announced. Um, so you want to have that press release and, and get that out. Um, obviously, send thank yous to your sponsors, to the attendees. Don't forget phone calls. Here's the thing about post-event that people grossly underestimate is this. The better your post-event follow, your post -event follow up is, the greater the chance of success for your event for next year because people will remember that you were thankful for their participation. And then lastly, don't forget about sort of that post 90 day event plan, you know, focus on your sponsors, talk about highlights, have it in your newsletter for the next three months after the event. So you can sort of ride that long tail of uh, what happened at your event and build up excitement for uh, next year's event. Guys, those are my seven tips. Again, it's influencer, branding and timing, pre-event page, partner outreach, paid promotion, email marketing, and post-event activities. Um, my name is Michael Wynn, and I'm the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Glad to share you some ideas for you today, and we'll see you next time.